0: We'll <laughs> Welcome everybody to We Geek Podcast. Today is Thursday, November second. My name is Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. And holy crap, it's November.
1: I where in, where did the fucking year go? <laughs> I, it I, just felt like summer two days ago. <laughs> I yeah, really. But like I oh. yeah, I'm with you, dude. I'm, I don't. I I'm still kind of working on that. Like I'm really glad it's November because I hate when it's hot out. But just I'm the same thing. I'm like, didn't we just do like a whole here's what we're doing for the next year show yeah. like two weeks ago or something?
0: <laughs> oh, no. And that reminds me. Jeez, I'm so far behind on X-Men. Adios, mios. Oh, my goodness. How far are you on Spider-Man?
1: Uh, f- I'm like in the four. What? Where in the hell am I? Oh man. This might turn
0: into a two year thing. Yeah. <laughs> like 400 <laughs> something,
1: <laughs> I think. I I don't remember.
0: Yeah, dude. Seriously. <laughs> it, it, uh, you know, we can blame video games this year because they're, I mean, if there ever was a time to get into video games this year. Yeah, no kidding. It, it hasn't been this packed with this many good games in a very long time. I, I you know, it, it's probably too soon to say best year um especially when when we were at the like the ripe age right around where like pokemon and stuff came out yeah and zelda and everything but man to get two and and we'll talk about this i'm sure later but two nintendo games like zelda and mario this year that just uh, critics across the board are just in love with um that's insane, and, and on top of that, you got your persona, and you got your—if you're a PC, you're uh, you're you're falling over yourself with battlegrounds, like, uh, you know, just so many different things. Wolfenstein, like, the, there's just so Destiny. many games right now, um, that you know, it, it just on such another level. You know, everything seems to be at least an eight. You know, most games a nine or a ten. It's it's insane. Yeah. Yeah um but well uh, so how have you been man what have you been up to uh work pretty much work, work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh i'm so not looking forward to going in tonight <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: we're gonna be slammed oh um, yeah
0: absolutely wait what's going on tonight
1: dude thor
0: Thor. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. No, I was thinking about deliveries. I'm like, oh no, is no. There, like a boxing match. No, theater, okay, gotcha. Theater Thor, tonight yeah. oh, oh, hey, that's tonight. Yeah, it yeah, is. I'll see yeah. that
1: this weekend. Yeah, I close there tonight, and then I open delivering pizza in the morning. So I'm oh just, no, you don't sec- even have time to see Thor. The second I get off work tomorrow, man, I'm I'm there. I, oh I, no. There's a six thirty showing at the theater in town i'm i'm there i don't i don't give a damn (laughs) i never even thought about this but do you ever run the like do you ever think someone might spoil something for you i you know i've considered that but usually like here's the thing because with me ushering um working at concession i would worry about that because you're just kind of stuck behind that counter so you're gonna hear people as they go by with ushering You know, we've got, because, like, we've got little earpieces and stuff, too, and there's almost always somebody talking about something. Right. So you're paying attention to that. You're trying to get to wherever the next theater's out to clean up. Like, you're not, unless somebody comes up to you and and actually says something directly to you, Mm. you tend not to notice, like, the conversation around. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, that's how I would have to be, too, because I'd be afraid of getting spoiled. I thought you I don't you know, we talked about it last week, but I was always under the impression that if you worked there, you got to see the movies ahead of
1: time. Yeah, I
0: guess that's not the case. They're super strict
1: there. Yeah, that may have been back in the day, probably. But Mm -hmm. I don't know now with everything being digital and everything, there's probably extra safeguards and all that kind of stuff
0: right 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 well that's interesting yeah no dude i uh, thor's good um, my uh some some friends over in in the uk they loved it you know they won't say anything about it they're, they're like we'll wait until you see it so we can rejoice
1: in it <laughs> so i was like all right, right. yeah the the reviews f- coming out for it are are all top of the charts
0: like, great it's... yeah because thor was one of those series where i never thought they were bad movies they just weren't my cup of tea right and and i'm glad to see that like they hit it strong in the third one where a lot of people thought like iron man you know the f- the second and third kind of w- willow down i'm glad to see the thor ones get better over time i guess um well i guess people didn't like thor 2 either so
1: yeah Thor so, like the dark world was definitely the if if i've got a point to a weak marvel film it's it's gonna be that one which i hate i really do but right you know but hearing that that Ragnarok was good just it it shows a lot of faith in this idea of of like let's go out there and do something cuz cuz i mean come on YTD is a is a weird choice to direct a marvel film. Right. And they were like yeah let's get him and it looks like they've they've learned, you know, maybe a little too late from their their Edgar Wright mistakes to say you know oh, what man. It, maybe we should take the creative reins off just a, at least a little more than they had been um but you know hopefully yeah. going forward we see more of this like just of, of this kind of like hey you know let's let's broaden this a little bit let's let's think outside the box a little here
0: yeah and you know he's a he's a fun director and that's you know as much as marvel gets that stereotype now i think it's good I don't think it's a bad thing. I think the, the, the more I'm willing to go see the film, the better, you know? And I, when I hear that it's fun, oh, I'm in, yeah. I'm in, totally in. Um, yeah, dude. Speaking of Edgar, Wright, I saw baby driver. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I what'd you really think? I really liked it. Nice. And I knew it was going to be good. I knew, you know, you, you loved it. A lot of people loved it, but when, um, I don't know why I just held off on it. That's fair. But it, yeah, it it but it was it was really good. It really surprised me in the way the story went. Like there you know, it it's a heist film, but it just certain characters went in different directions that I just wasn't expecting. Yeah. Cuz I was like, okay, I've seen all these heist movies. I know what kind of characters these are. I the, you know, this person's going to turn on this person and this person's going to do that. And it was just total it was di- the, it was just very different, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it caught me off guard some of the characters where I was like, this person's surely going to turn on them and or this person surely won't turn on them that, that sort of deal. So I don't want to spoil anything and I don't want to say who characters regarding who, but man, I, I really liked it.
1: Yeah, it was good. and that's it's a fairly straight it, it, I, I've talked to some people at uh, at at least one of my jobs. Who, Mm -hmm. you know, when I'm like, oh, yeah, this was a great movie. And they're like, and, uh, you know, they're like, and who who directed it? You know, like they didn't hear much about it. I'm like, oh, it's an Edgar Wright movie. And Mm -hmm. you can kind of see him shrink a little. Because it's. Yeah, because for as many people really love Shaun of the Dead. I and even I kind of fall into this category of people who, like, did not really enjoy Hot Fuzz.
0: Oh, I loved Hot Fuzz. I, yeah, I I just it, arguably the better film. Sorry, I, <laughs> I know I'm gonna get heat for that, but I I, I love Hot Fuzz.
1: <laughs> that's that's a fair point, point. and it's it's a Hot Fuzz is a more what when when people think of Edgar Wright film, I think Hot Fuzz is more of an Edgar Wright film than Shaun of the Dead in okay. some respects for sure. Um, but I you know, whenever you talk about a director in particular. Right. You know, certain directors have certain things. They just do. Um, And Edgar Wright is one that I find, what's a nice way to put this? Like a a more casual movie fan will just kind of go, you know, I I, I don't really know. Like they kind of shy away from it. Like they love Shaun of the Dead, but then, you know, it's like try watching Hot Fuzz. Try watching um, End of the World. Try, you know, and they just kind of, they're like, eh, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Like, oh, it's a bummer. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, it stinks. You know, I, I, it's, it's, it's the most, here's what I'm looking for. It's a very accessible Edgar Wright film.
0: Oh, yeah. That's
1: what, that's the word I was looking for.
0: It's probably the most accessible one of his. Absolutely. Um, I don't think I saw many movies outside of that. I've watched most of Stranger Things season two. Nice. I don't know if you
1: have. I'll finish it. Uh, you got to finish it. So good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm like two episodes. I just have two episodes oh. uh, to finish. Yeah. <laughs> it's.
1: Oh I love. I love it. What's at the X? Pirate treasure. <laughs> Right, could not, and of course, as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Oh my god, how many people are not going to get that joke?"
0: Right, right, right. Um, I want to see Mine Hunters on Netflix. Oh, so
1: good. That 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 should be next.
0: Yeah, it's that will definitely be next after it. But there's just too much to do. Like, there's literally too much. I hear you. Shit to do. I hear you. Too much. Too much life. Too much. Too many games. To me, just too much crap. Yeah. Um. You know, TV shows are starting to come back. Uh, It's it's just getting crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that's I mean that's all I've been doing. I've just been playing games. I got um, I have games just actually sitting here that I haven't touched yet. (laughs) Like Assassin's Creed, I need to play. Um, Call of Duty comes out tomorrow. Um, God, does it really? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just a reminder, anyone listening, the Target has a buy two get one free deal right now, as part of their Black Friday most companies this year, just like the last few years are doing their black Friday sales for like a month.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: you can, you can get out of the way now. So you don't like You don't have to go crazy the day after Thanksgiving. Um, so they have their buy two, get one free, which is perfect. If there's, there's a lot of games out right now that odds are, and it's pre-orders too. So that's what I did. I, I pre-ordered, uh, uh, call of duty. And what, I forgot what other one it was battlefront or um far cry i forget nice yeah but um um oh i've just been playing mario pretty much
1: yeah how is it
0: mario Mario. uh yeah i guess i could talk about it now you know without getting you can't really uh, there's you can spoil this game because there's a lot of cool moments that i don't want to spoil for someone getting it but there are a i'll just say this there are a lot of throwbacks throughout mario's history all of his history nice um not just from costumes but from areas you go to to things you can do in the game um a mechanic they've showed a lot in the trailer is where he can go into a wall wall and suddenly you're 2d mario yeah they I'll just say they expand on that to a crazy level um, <laughs> nice. in the game. And it's fun and surprising ways where you're like, oh, shit, I remember this. And oh, my God, they just did this. And um, I, I haven't got anywhere near beating the game as much as I've been playing it. I'm only a few worlds in. Um, but it is it, Mario. Is, they, they They did something very similar to Zelda where in Breath of the Wild, and I've heard devs talk about the devs talk about this, where if you're at a certain place in Breath of the Wild, they wanted you to be able to see something in every direction. Maybe at the very, very far end, where maybe if you if you jumped off where you're at and went a little bit over, you would not see that, but you'd see something else. They wanted you to see something every place you went, um, where there's there's something just above you know, beyond the horizon that you could go explore and do. Uh, Mario is kind of the same way where everywhere you're at in Mario, there's something to do and some it's there for a reason. Um, And you might go, why is that? Why is that platform there? There's nothing. How do I get to that? And your mind just wonders and eventually you figure it out and it, and it does that. Constantly throughout the game, so it's constantly feeding you a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And there's no loot boxes to do that. It's just that's how the game mechanics work. So
1: nice.
0: um, it is fun. It is it is definitely the spiritual successor of the Mario sixty four. And I didn't really play Sunshine, but from what I hear, it's you know that that as well in the same kind of area. Um, but man, it is just a super fun mario game and it does things that's so weird um like you when you throw your uh, you've seen it where you throw your hat onto a frog and they and then it shows his consciousness go into the frog and i guess i don't know what happens to the frog's consciousness but suddenly (laughs) you are the frog (laughs) i don't don't question how that works or if mario is what he is i don't even know so anyway um it'll do fun things like Like, if you throw your hat onto, um, the Goombas, uh, and you can stack them or whatever, and there's, like, ten Goombas high, you can walk off a cliff and then jump out of the top one and, like, just do little weird fun things like that. Um, and there's, I don't know, there's tons of characters, uh... Tons of weird different worlds, and I've just been having a blast collecting things and platforming in the game. It's it's really fun. This this is a must-own if you have a Switch. I think it's the fastest-selling Mario game of all time now nice. because it – yeah, I forget how many millions it sold within a day or two. Um, so its attach rate is super high. If, if you have a Switch, this – I mean – if you were waiting for a switch, I, I don't know what you're doing. Um, you know, uh, if, if you, if, if, you, if you were on the fence about getting one, I guess is what I mean. Um, you should get one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if, if you got the funds and you got the, uh, the ability to get it, I highly recommend it. Um, if you were thinking about, Hey, I got a PlayStation or Hey, I got an Xbox and you know, maybe I should get the other console. Maybe if I have the Xbox, maybe I should get the PlayStation. Uh, uh-uh. uh, If you have one of those two, your next system really should be a switch nice. because the games they offer are completely different from the consoles. And, and it's also fun to have mobile, like the idea of being able to play some of those other games, the ones that you, you played on the other two, like doom and Wolfenstein on the switch is so awesome to be able to like, hey, I can sit on my couch or go in the living room or take it somewhere or do whatever I want. Oh, sorry, I can't recommend it enough. But yeah, it is really fun. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have much more to say about it after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. yeah,
1: good, good. Well, because they have because they have an Odyssey bundle now yep. too. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Go get your kids one. Go get it. Um, they are – they're definitely in the store. I went there. I went to Target the other day and they had a whole bunch there. Um, even the classics are there now too. Like if you want the SNES Classic, they just hit the stores as well. Again, in a big wave. So Nice. Um, yeah. So Nintendo wasn't really kidding when they said, hey, you should be able to get these if you really want them. Um, You just kind of kind of pay attention to when they're going to be in the store when they go available online. Um, But yeah, definitely check it out. It's I you know, Mario is just kind of transcends generations. I think it's something I can play. It's something a kid can play. It's something someone much older can play and still get that joy out of it because that's what it is. It is pure fun. And if that's what you, you know, are you going from a a game like Wolfenstein, which I'm going to talk about later, uh, is insane. (laughs) Like (laughs) Wolfenstein goes places that I've never been in a video game where it actually made me uncomfortable, but it deserved it. It deserved what, you know, you, there's a reason for what's happening on the screen. It wasn't just being violent to be violent, but it goes places that is supposed to make you uncomfortable. So going from that to like Mario, it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, I don't know, palate cleansing if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I imagine you probably couldn't find two games much farther apart, really. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. You really can't. <laughs> um, and they're both just as fun. Um, have you gotten Have you played Wolfenstein at all?
1: No, not the. No, I haven't had a chance to play the new one yet. Should I talk about that now? Yeah, go for it. What the hell? Okay,
0: so um, I won't get into details because uh, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone that hasn't played it. Um, but maybe if you if you want to skip forward a few minutes, you know, I'll only talk about it for a few minutes. Um, if you want to just go in completely blind, uh, we all know now though what Wolf of Science is about. You, this takes place right after the last one. So if you played uh, the New Order. This is the characters and everything in this one are going to feel, uh, you know, it's going to have a different level for you. And um, if not, go on YouTube and watch a video that explains the story because it's really needed. This game is it's not just, you know, it's it's hard. you could go into this blind, and it's it's all going to make sense to you because they do a very good job at the very beginning explaining the whole situation. If you don't know in the first game, um, the first mission in, or you know, right around the first hour in, you're given a choice. You're either going to kill off the old pilot, or you're going to kill off the young kid. Right? Um, you're both. You're all three held down, and one of the Nazis tells you which one do you want to execute. Which one should I take the brain out of? Um, and you have to make a decision Well, in this one. It kind of goes through all of that. It tells you what happened during that story. Cause you're kind of having a flashback and you choose which one you would have chosen. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, uh, I picked the kid to live because I heard that Jimi Hendrix is in the story <laughs> because of it. Um, and I heard that the, the, with the kid living, um, he was the one in the trailer who does the, uh, the LSD and stuff like that. So I just thought that would be an interesting story. <laughs> so, um, you can replay it. I don't know what it's like if the old man lived, who knows? I, I could t- totally replay it and find out what happens. But, um, anyway, so they replay the first part of it for you and then it opens up right where that one left off. And if you don't know what happened in the last one, you're, you're, you are pretty much left for dead. You're destroyed, blah, blah, blah. And in this one, things happen really fast to where you see how you get back up on your feet. And the beginning of this game, you're in a wheelchair. So it's very much like Metal Gear where you're rolling much better than Metal Gear did it. I think you're <laughs> rolling around, you're shooting people, you're in the wheelchair, you can't really get out. And so anyway, stuff happens to where you progress, to where you can walk again, you can do whatever, but uh, there's, there's a few, there's two scenes in the beginning of the game that I've played a lot of the game so far is still with me because of how, um, just crazy it is. Um, it does flashbacks. So it shows you your life as a kid and your mom and your mom is overly protective of you. She's sweet. She's nice. And your dad is a drunk and a racist. And you know, the, the words he uses, the, 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 the slurs just right off the bat. Um, you know, you found out how you got your name, um, which is what Billy Blaskowitz and stuff like that. So, uh, it really dives into his character and, um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's a scene, I won't say what happens, but let's say you're in a closet, your mom's hidden you and, you know, your dad comes home and he's mad at the world. He's mad at the state of the country back then. He's mad that someone took his job. He's, he's mad at, everything very relevant stuff um wolfenstein definitely has been what paying attention to the news and it, so it, it it hit on a different just a whole nother level and you're watching what your mom's saying to him and like you know she's trying to protect you and i won't say where that goes because that goes to a very dark place the things they make you do in that situation is just it's unnerving and it's uncomfortable and, you know, your dog's trying to protect you and it, it just gets bad. Um, and then it goes to a place where you're on the ship and then it gets even worse in that situation where you're you're up against. Um, um, I forget her name. She's basically the villain of this game. She's one of the head Nazi people. And the things that she does in front of you with other people and you and everything else is insane. And this all happens right at the, like the same moment. Like this is back to back, these scenes, it's all in the same, like first 30 minutes and it stays with you for the rest of the game where you want to do nothing but kill these Nazis. And I, and I, and that's the whole idea of it, I guess. Um, they make you care about it. They make you want to like, you know, I don't know. It's crazy that they gave so much development to a character like this that doesn't deserve any, you know what I mean? he's what? the doom guy but exactly from and,
1: yeah <laughs> and i and that's I, I i applaud them for not sticking with that direction right. the idea of saying you know hey we can keep all the same mechanics and a lot of the old school stuff and oh, yeah. and update what we need to but you know these guys were always just an uh, sometimes not even a name right so you know let's give them some character and let's you know like if, you, and if you're going into this and you go, oh my god, I can't believe they did this. This is fucked up. What's wrong with them? I'm like, you, you've clearly forgotten the spirit of these games. You right. Know. Absolutely. And, <laughs> they're
0: violent, and yeah.
1: you know, and, and this one does.
0: You know, it's not, it's not just violence for violence. Kind of like Mortal Kombat, where it's just like fantasy stuff. Right. Um, this one earns it. It really does, and it, and it resonates in you, and it makes you. Think about it when you're not playing the game and you're like, fuck, man, that was uncomfortable. And it makes you want it makes you think people actually go through stuff like that. I mean, yeah. how many people have had abusive parents where the mom is trying to protect her son or daughter from from somebody or maybe vice versa, you know, cuz that happens too, and and where they have to be hidden or put in a closet or be shoved away like that has to res- resonate with a lot of people. People with kids who can't even imagine someone being that big of a monster to a child like it's going to go places for people and you know what for video games to be taken seriously that kind of stuff has to happen as fantastical as the game gets and how ridiculous the game gets and just how bonkers it gets i like that these kind of moments they they do really well because um, literally there's a point where i was like i never skip cinematics and i'm like how do i i, I can't skip this like I'm now I'm an, uh, like now I'm a participant. Oh, my God. I just want to turn off the game. <laughs> but you don't you stick with it. And that's the whole idea, if that makes sense. It's like hiding your eyes when you're watching a scary movie. It's like you want to see what happens. You know, you do. But oh, my God, can we get past it? You know yeah. what I mean? Um, So if anything, any of that sounds interesting to you, go, go get Wolfenstein, support these kind of games where, you know, I don't have to get a loot box three chapters in <laughs> you know to, to 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 get better gear it's 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 definitely it's 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 well paced the mechanics are good all that all that other stuff is fantastic but that's the stuff that stuck with me so yeah man that mario has just been what i've been kind of cranking out that's why assassin's creed is just kind of sitting there but i do want to play it it's got great reviews people seem to really like it yeah assassin's I've, creed
1: yeah i grabbed it from Redbox for a day uh, which was, like, another South Park kind of mistake because it's like, oh, shit, I have to take this back now, don't I? <laughs> oh, my God,
0: man. Yeah, Ubisoft games, you can't do for
1: a day, man. There's just too no, many collectibles. There's there's so much, and it's not... The great thing is, like, it's not mandatory. It's right. It doesn't feel... Because especially, like, some of the, the last Assassin's Creed, like, I never really played Syndicate. Like, that was kind of where I fell off. Like, Black Flag was the last one that I really played. Right. I like I played a like a a couple hours worth of syndicate and I was like, Yeah, I don't um, I'm not feeling this But <laughs> I went you know, yeah. it plays really differently. It's, oh yeah That's it, right here. Know, I, I was not expecting like even the combat is, is more it's That's not right here. Yeah. It's not the same like, okay, wait one at a time. No. Like they mm-hmm. you you can't just like, oh I can take out, you know, an entire Army, if I can counter at the right time. No, no, you you can't.
0: Right, right. Yeah, that's what I hear, and that's a good thing. That's what I want.
1: Yeah, it is a it is a very good thing. It makes you appreciate the stealth. Like it's not just a fun little mechanic where it's like, hey, I jumped off the top of a barn onto somebody. You know, that was cool. No, it's it it makes you think. It's not, it's not, it's not something like Deus Ex was where, like, if you don't use the stealth, you're just completely and totally screwed. Mm. Um, they, it doesn't. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it doesn't punish you that hard. Because
0: um, I, I suck at stealth games, yeah. but I'm okay if it's a little action-oriented where it's like, you know, you... Um it's probably better. it's it's always better to go in in a stealth situation but right. if something happens you're not completely screwed so right that's you gotta get yeah. out
1: yeah that's a that's a fair way to put it like stealth is definitely the preferred way right and they they don't you know if you if you have to be in in like combat combat they're gonna make you earn it right um so that's – it's it's good. Like, what I played was actually really good, and the story is actually interesting for a change. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Black Flag played well, and it was a fun kind of almost offshoot story. But the interesting thing is even, like, the real-world stuff is mm-hmm. interesting for a change. Right. Because they're not – like, you're kind of starting fresh, but mm-hmm. you're still – like, they still have references to – everything that happened before the amorous it, it, yeah you're still well and even like it's even interesting to read like the emails and stuff like all the little like side nonsense that you don't I, that you can just avoid like you don't have to if you don't want to but, as an
0: outsider from assassin's creed someone who's really only touched black fat flag i guess the most yeah um Let's say you're a really far outsider, right? Like okay. you just never played the games, and you're just not really into them or whatever. Right. Um, from an outsider's perspective, looking at the um, the the commercials and stuff, you would never know that any of that amorous stuff has anything to do with the game. It just looks like assassin games set in different time periods. Right. Because I don't think there's an ounce of the Amorous stuff in any of the commercials for the last however many games.
1: Yeah. No, they they don't really talk much about the Animus because the modern day stuff has never been really.
0: Do you think we will get an Assassin's Creed game that has nothing to do with that? And it's just like, here's an assassin in a time frame. Have fun. uh, Here's a story we want to tell with this character.
1: I don't know. Chronicles might have been as close as we're going to get to that, I think. Cause this...
0: honestly, that's my, that's the, that's what brings me into the game. I know this sounds crazy cause it doesn't make any sense cause we're playing a video game, but it takes me out of it when I do that, when I'm like, well, this is all just make believe or not make believe, but this is all just in a machine. Right. And I know that sounds meta. It's... I know how meta that sounds and how ridiculous that sounds. Yeah. But it's like, well, I'm not actually playing the character. I'm playing like his memory and now I'm playing a flashback and flashbacks aren't that important yeah so it it, it has this weird you know what i mean like when you're in a game where 95 percent of it is a a told in the norm current timeline and then it does a flashback and you're like i just can't wait to get past this 15 minute scene or five minute scene because i know that it has no stakes to what's happening uh currently that's how it feels to me, when I played the first few Assassin's Creeds, I was like, "Why does this, any of this matter?" Because my character is not that character. He's just doing assimilation, and so I don't know. True. I know I'm, I'm weird with
1: that. It's, but. No, it's 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 understandable. the 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 idea of of the break in the narrative and how you're being, you know, you're basically being told this is just a device. Like I I, right. I, I can I get that. Um, I don't I don't mind it because the story's at least interesting. I think yeah. that's why i didn't really get into to syndicate and why i didn't really care about three all that much they just they just weren't really interesting stories um but here's the thing the the outside stuff is basically just kind of like a, a chapter break it's like oh okay you know we've we've done this this part and now hang on you know we have to get up and stretch and okay now we can get back into the story like right. just from what I played, it doesn't right. seem like the outside stuff is involved like right. it was in some of the others where it's like, oh no, and it's mandatory, you go here and do this. Maybe it right. is later, but like I I think I got through the first like two breaks and it was and it was literally just the idea it, it was it was a weird in its own meta way, the idea of like, okay, you've been in this story for so long in one place enjoying this get up stretch walk around get a right. drink come back and do some more like it was a it's it's a weird kind of <laughs> like psa in a right. sense like it's kind of weird oh but, yeah that's
0: subliminal telling you to get up yeah and, and some and of it,
1: it, it like the the second break was like there was a tiny bit of of exploration was like you're in this cuz you're actually in a cave you're not in like an office you're out in the field doing Mm. this doing this work and it's like okay go like two rooms over and find this thing and then come back because it's like because it's important and it's it's and it's not and it's the weird thing it's not important to the outside story as much as that Mm -hmm. it's like oh no it's important because of the inside story like the actual game story
0: I, I guess that's what it's what it's weird because like it, it, all these Assassin's Creed, Creed games look like they are games that you could just give to someone and it can be their first one, but it's all that 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 future baggage, story stuff that I have no idea. I, I don't even know. Like I, I don't even think the same character from the first one is in this one, oh, or no. what happened to them, or any, I don't know any of
1: that. So and you that whole that yeah. whole
0: stuff might confuse me i don't I have, know if it will but
1: you don't it doesn't look like you have to like okay. this this is you know the the animus tech you're playing as is you know she's doing her own story and has her own little backstory and everything that's on her laptop that you can look up if you want to uh there's like some emails and little audio recordings and so this is her first
0: story in the assassin's creed story
1: it's yeah it's oh her, okay well she, that's better and she has kind of an interesting backstory in the idea of, like, how she's... like Okay, I like that. Yeah, like, how she went to work for for the company, for Abstergo, and, like, she's not some bright, shining star. Like, she's kind of the the girl of, like, hey, I had some cool ideas on some projects, Mm -hmm. and, like, she kept getting passed over for stuff. So now she's... It's kind of like this whole, like, I'm going to prove myself because I'm just that damn good kind of thing. And a little, you know, kind of like the little reckless... Not rebel, in a sense, but but more towards the side of, like, if you just give me a chance to show you how good I am, I'll prove it. And if you don't give me a chance, I'm going to find a way to prove it anyway. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, an in, it's, it's an interesting character. It's not You're not worried about, you know, all the geopolitics of all this nonsense. I'm sure by the end of it, some of that will come into play, just to kind of tie it all together. Right, right, right. But the, you know, the lead up to all that is just, no, this is just somebody who's like, I, I helped design this rig even though I didn't get any credit for it. So I'm going to field test it and I'm going to do something interesting and, you know, screw everybody who didn't believe in me. Uh, right. I love there's like a little thing in there about like the history of the Animus project and how they even they bring up like all the different incarnations. Like, the ones that we didn't see before the first Assassin's Creed, and then the ones in each successive game, and the one in the movie. Like, they do tie all of that together as like, oh no, it's all canon. It all happened. Like, these were all real things. But it's it's interesting. Um, And it's definitely, like like I said, you don't have to dig into it. They're not going to make you. Um, But it's there if you want it. And I, I, I sat and I went through – it probably took me, what, 20 minutes maybe to go through all of it because there's actually a fair bit of stuff in there. But uh, okay. It's, yeah, it's... no, I, I mean
0: I, I want to play it. I, I yeah. wanna, I'm I want. going to get my hands on it. And I have – I don't even know if I should talk about this because it sounds stupid. Uh, I feel like I have the the biggest first world problem in the world.
1: <laughs> Too many games, not enough time.
0: Too many games, not enough time, but it's even
1: worse. Okay.
0: What system do I get it on?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's but, yeah, that's kind of the cherry on top of the cake. There.
0: Do I get it on PC where it runs better? Or do I get games on my console where I can play with my friends? Um, and then at the same time, it's like which console? Right, and then Target has the deals: buy two, get one free. But I'd rather play it on my PC. Oh, see, it's <laughs> it it is not a problem because this is all stupid, you know it's not a problem it's just something it's like ugh <laughs> oh man but yeah what's the what's the saying more money more problems more games more problems yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is uh-huh. um oh, it's so stupid but um yeah man um I, I i just love the look of egypt and i like that the character he's kind of like he seems like he's not Batman but he's like I'm here to kind of protect my town and yeah. um, I understand like some shit goes down with his family and that he needs to you know he's got a mission he's on and you know I I'm, I'm 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 all for that. That's 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 the what I'm interested in that game and it looks awesome like yeah, ancient
1: the... like really ancient Egypt. It looks awesome. It's it's gorgeous. Uh, it... it's it's so well designed it plays really well. Oh, yeah. the... Crocodiles and... and hippos and mm-hmm. And, and here's all the, the gods and all that other stuff. And here's the interesting thing, and this this is this is only maybe mildly spoilerish. Okay. His like his story, you can like you talked about it, like he's on a quest for vengeance. Um, mm-hmm. That is not the end game.
0: Right. No, I, yeah. I imagine that's just what set him on his journey.
1: Well, and it's and it's it's interesting um, because like the first Assassin's Creed was kind of all revenge like right. you were out to kill this one guy. Okay. And you had speed bumps along the way. Okay. This one is more like, oh, and there's this secret little cabal of whatever, and they're all responsible for this thing. So my journey is to kill all of them. Oh, okay. The game opens. The opening cutscene is is you killing one of them. Is this oh, is okay. this dude killing one of them. So that it's it's what's interesting because his his whole like i'm like the, he's it's what like five or six people on this this little committee of whatever the hell that he's he's after and mm. there is it's not like and then the very last boss is the head guy it's not set up like that oh okay it's, so i love that they changed the narrative the way they did
0: right, and i right. i
1: was bummed that like I, I didn't get to see how much farther it went from that. Like I have no idea what like the the later game and the end game is like, but I'm I'm genuinely curious
0: because yeah, I yeah. got to
1: a point where I was like, oh, okay, well this this changes things. Um, <laughs> and and a little of that has to do with the out with the the out in the real world stuff, mm-hmm. but not a lot. But it's in a really interesting way. You're like, oh, they're doing. Wait a minute, now they're doing this, what's that gonna be like? And how how will it have a direct impact on the the Egypt gameplay? Right. It's it's not just, oh, and this thing's happening out here and then this is happening in here. They're actually connected. It seems uh, like okay. so that's it it really looks like they went back to the drawing board with this and said, Alright, what can we what can we keep, what can we fix, and what can we just get rid of altogether? And it, it looks like a really great starting over place. Oh, uh, okay.
0: Yeah, man, yeah. I, I, I'm going to dive into it uh, sometime this week. Um, yeah, once I once I dig a little bit more into more... Probably once I finish Wolfenstein, actually, that's when I'll jump into it. And I'm close to finishing that game, I think, so... But... But yeah, man, um, well, let's um, – unless there's anything else you did this week or anything you played or watched you want to talk about, we'll jump into some news.
1: Uh, real quick because uh, I yeah. started it on Halloween, and it caught oh, okay. me completely by surprise. Because um, remember how a couple of years ago they did like dueling Scream series? Uh, they did they did Scream Queens on Fox, which had like Jamie yes. Lee Curtis and a bunch of people and was just an abomination of television. Right. And then MTV did like an actual *Scream* the TV series. Yeah, I heard it was good. It's fucking good. It's on yeah. it, the first two seasons are on Netflix, and it's Ooh. it's actually really good. Ooh. I was surprised. It's not, you know, it, the the title is just to tie in. Like, there's no, you know, there's no Nev Campbell cameo or anything like that. Right, right, right. It's it's oh, it's a killer in a weird mask who wears right. a hood. Like that. You gotta
0: figure out who it is. Like right. that whole. That's awesome. I love that.
1: Yeah, and the the first episode gets extra meta, on like how what? a slasher movie can't be a TV series. Right. They, oh, they, I like that. Yeah, they don't shy away from that, but they also don't overdo it. Like it's not every episode is full of some crazy meta exposition nonsense. They do it up front as the homage of like, no, no, we know where we come from and it's so but it is like it's the first season is really good the second season is is okay um it it, the big mystery in the second season drags a little bit because you already know it going in at least half Mm -hmm. of it so it's kind of part of you is just kind of like okay can we get to the part where where everybody else knows about this now
0: right right right
1: but, yeah. yeah. First season really good, and it's only first season's ten episodes. Second season is thirteen, so it's not. They were smart that way because it's you couldn't have done like a full season order like this. No way. It would have. It would have dragged on forever. But yeah, it was no. Nah, it was good. So it's
0: just two seasons, right? They're not doing any more.
1: They're they're doing a third right now. Oh, yeah. okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Gotcha. Just
1: the the first two are just on on netflix um okay and I, I definitely recommend it go watch it it's it's really yeah, good. especially
0: this time of year absolutely man yeah i'll check that out i i've been oh man like i've focused more on games i guess the last few weeks yeah that's fair. a little bit of stranger things and then i got oh man i'm kind of embarrassed about this i'll take two seconds to talk about it <laughs> it's not embarrassing it's actually really cool this, okay, so you know how there's video game streamers, right? Right. And I hope I didn't lose you there with that. But <laughs> uh, they all do the same thing. They, uh, they they show themselves playing a game and they kind of make jokes, right? This guy, I think, takes it to a whole new level. Um, his, he goes by Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's actually a, uh, he's really good at uh, Battlegrounds. But he is a character. He's like a persona. Okay. Um, he puts on a big black wig, 80s glasses, talks kind of like a wrestler, but kind of not. He just kind of sounds like the most cockiest person from the 80s. Like, for example, he starts out streams talking about how he's the two-time two-time consecutive blockbuster video game champion from 1993 to 1994, the glory years. <laughs> and <laughs> that's how he talks. Like, but he backs it up with um with the way he plays um in real life he used to make uh he's a really tall dude um he looks very like i don't know how to explain it like military um he worked for a sledgehammer and he he's, he's a nerd he he made uh the half the call of duty maps right
1: right
0: and he's talked about this on podcasts and stuff like that um which is why he's pretty good at uh at these games and so um he ended up like Uh, leaving that company after uh, advanced warfare um, and started doing this. And he is the most viewed streamer on Twitch right now. Huh? He, the most. Yeah. So like you, like I I went, I, uh, I followed him. I looked at how many people were watching him. 39,000 out of nowhere. Just, just a normal stream. Nothing special. 39,000 people. It can, you know, just not subscribers, but actually watching it at that time. And I just thought, holy cow, but it makes sense. Like he is a character and like, he'll hop into random. Um, he'll play duos where you get to play with a stranger. And so like everyone who plays battlegrounds apparently knows this guy. <laughs> and a few of them don't so like he'll hop in and he'll talk to them like that and they'll be like wait why are you you know and and then suddenly when they realize he's so good they're like all right yes sir let's go there right i don't know it's funny he did a um he i don't know he anyway i'll stop but (laughs) if, if you're into battlegrounds and you're listening to this Go watch Dr. Disrespect streams because um, they are hilarious. He's never rude to people. He's always just, he's very cocky. You know, he's not a troll or a dick or anything like that. He's just, he's really good at the game and he's he's funny and entertaining. And And I think that's kind of the next level when you are, you're not just, you know, you're not just taking your personality and brazen up a notch. Like you are, you are a character and you're portraying a character. And, uh, like he gets up it, well, after a match cause he wins like almost every match he'll get up and he's obviously in front of a green screen and it cuts to like a big room with like a wa- his waterbed. He talks about <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how are you good? Well, I sleep on my waterbed at night and I take steroids, like just stupid <laughs> stuff like that. And he'll get up and dance in front of the waterbed and sit back down. I don't know. This is dumb. I'll stop talking about it, but <laughs> I've been watching a lot of his streams and it's been hilarious. Nice but let's get into some news. Um, I'm going to let you take this one. So I don't butcher half these names. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, well, cause apparently, and I think this was just yesterday, Disney finally announced the cast of the live action lion King. Uh, all it's of those who <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, some people who can act some people who recently decided they didn't want to audition for Disney films cause they were better than that. And some people I've never heard of, um, Especially the like the the uh the kids I didn't know like young Simba and young Nala I I'd never heard of, of their actors, um, but we'll go down the list here. Uh, mm-hmm. we knew Donald Glover was Simba. We knew that. Um, they confirmed Beyonce as Nala. Uh, mm-hmm. to see her groundbreaking work in Epic for uh, a reference of her voiceover talents. Uh, James Earl Jones reprising Mufasa. We knew that uh a Ejiofor as Scar uh mm-hmm. Alfre Woodard from Luke Cage as Sarabi um that's good I, I like that pick it's a good pick uh John Oliver as Zazu we knew uh John Connie who played uh King Tichaka uh is gonna be Rafiki uh, oh cool Billy Eichner is Timon Seth Rogen is Pumbaa we knew that uh Eric Andre from Two Broke Girls, and I think he had his own show. I think there was a The Eric Andre Show um, as Azizi, who I believe is one of the hyenas. Uh, okay. Florence Kasumbo, who's also in Black Panther, as Shenzi. Oh, I know
0: Eric Andre. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: He's funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, Florence Kasumba is going to play Shenzi, and Keegan-Michael Key is going to be Kamari. Um, and that was what tipped me off because I was like, I don't – who are easy and Kamari? And then right. as soon as I saw Kamari was Keegan-Michael Key, I'm like, oh, so instead of Ed, Shenzi, and Banzai, they went with with actual – like, oh, okay, they kept them all, you know, African-sounding names. That's cool. Right, right, right cool. Ed. Instead, Yeah, instead of Ed. <laughs> like, it worked in the animated <laughs> film because he was just the goof, so it fit. But right, right. Um, right. J.D. McCrary as Young Sumbo, never heard of him. Um, I actually, I think he was actually also on the Eric Andre show. I think he had a credit uh, on there. Um, and Shahadi Wright Joseph is going to be Young Nala. She, uh, she did a thing for the Tony Awards last year, a year before. Um, I found next to nothing on her. She might be, if she does, you know, Broadway or stage work. Uh, that would make sense. I just I don't look that far, really. Right. Um. But you know, it's a it's a full cast. Like it's a it's a damn good full cast.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, man, Timon and Pumbaa.
1: <laughs> uh, look, that's a pair. That's, that is. That's a, a pair. perfect pair. It really is. So
0: so who who I'm curious because I don't know. Um, who doesn't have to audition?
1: Well, th- um, they. That's the story about Beyonce. Was that she? Wanted to be the um, and I cannot remember the character's actual name. She wanted to be the uh, the little feather duster in Beauty and the Beast. Oh! Um, But they were like, "Oh yeah, cool. Come on in and audition for it." And she was like, "Audition? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm Beyonce." And you know that was the end of that. Now that's the now I will I will pro I will epilogue that by saying this. That's the story.
0: That's crazy. But I
1: have seen it in enough reputable places that i believe it um i'm that's crazy you know look i'm all right with that there are there are uh, are there better actors that could have gone to yes are there worse actors that could have gone to yes some
0: right like i'm not i'm not upset at the idea of beyonce being you know, i don't know i didn't know she was a voice actor but um the idea of her being you know a voice actor in in the lion king but the arrogance of saying oh, i'm i'm better than that there's actors that are better than that but
1: she's not she's more known for music right but you know beyoncé like i mean just I guess, you know it's, it's and and here's the thing there are and the reason why it's not it's not too hard to believe is that there are people with significantly less with significantly less talent and fame and persona who carry themselves that way um and you know i you know i mean it's fine it's it's whatever i'm not i'm not like oh why did she get to part i you know great was the one
0: that stood out to me where i was like huh
1: but okay which was the one that stood out to you beyonce oh yeah
0: yeah, it's just not. I don't know. I don't. I never saw her as a voice actor. I guess.
1: Well, you know, I never really only...
0: saw her as an actor. She was in, I think, uh, Austin Powers, but that's. Yeah. I don't know. Uh,
1: yeah, the it's... only the only voice acting work I think was in Epic. She had a couple of lines as the queen, because you know, duh. But like, right. it was not. You know, it sounded like Beyonce, and it was. It, it was that thing of like, oh, that's why they got her for this. Part. Right.
0: Yeah. See, that makes sense. But all time you're going to be like, well, that's
1: Beyonce. That's e- not <laughs> exactly that's. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I don't know. Like I will, you know, I'm not going to pass prejudgment on the performance because it may, you know, Hey, it may be great. You know, right. that would be awesome. I always hope for the best, but you know, I'm not going to be surprised if it's more like, Oh no, it's just that Beyonce sounds like Beyonce, except the voice is coming out of a lion. Like right. that's that's what I'm expecting. I
0: just, I just can't wait for Donald Glover and Billy and Seth to be in the same place <laughs> and bouncing <laughs> off each other because those three guys. Oh my God, that's going to be hysterical. That's,
1: yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's an amazing trio. I'm just kind of bummed we don't get to see live action Billy Eichner do the hula. <laughs> That's true. Are they going to be doing music
0: in this one? I
1: think so, yeah. I think they, they have, have to. to be they, doing they it. They have to. Like, Well, hey, maybe now it's a little bit more sense with Beyonce. I don't know. Well, sure, because like, now they're going to have to have a song for knowledge. Oh, like, man, do
0: you think maybe? she's going to sing the song uh, uh, in the air tonight?
1: Do you think oh, can she's going to do, like, a remake? Can you feel the love tonight? Probably. Can you feel the love?
0: That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There, there, there will definitely be a um, – it, it, it won't just be that she'll have her own song i'm sure oh yeah uh, and i hope to balance it that billy and seth have their own new song
0: oh, yes
1: <laughs> i really hope that it's not just hakuna matata i hope that they have a completely separate second song right uh just because i really want to hear that like that would be fucking amazing oh yeah absolutely yeah
0: <laughs> All right, all right. Um, we got some Marvel news, right? Uh, James Gunn to serve as the architect for Phase Four, uh, kind of what, like uh, Josh Whedon did for Phase One and Two, and the Russo and the Russo's brother did for Phase Three.
1: Yeah, I think that's cool. Um, I'm down with that. Oh, yeah.
0: I love how weird James Gunn is. I, you know, <laughs> that I I love it. I love it. I love it. It makes sense, you know. Um, but. Uh, yeah, we got uh, we got our Shazam for Captain Marvel. Um, Now, Zachary, was it Levi,
1: Levi, Levi, yeah, Levi.
0: Um, he was from Chuck, right?
1: Yeah, he was he's also skinny, right? I, I don't know. That was kind of my thought, too, um, especially gosh, when gosh. he was in Thor, the Dark World. Uh. Yeah,
0: yeah. And he's going to be <laughs> and he's going to be going like up against the rock. I mean,
1: yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, unless here's the thing. It, it, it it's like, he's going to star in Shazam. I'm like, okay, is he going to be Shazam or is he going to be a grown-up Billy Batson? Right, because
0: right, right. Because
1: that I can see. That I have, like, that I believe in a heartbeat. But if they're like, no, he's going to be Shazam, I'm like, they're going to have to be inflatable muscles in that suit. It's mm-hmm. just, I'm sorry, I love Zachary Levi, but he is not, it, 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 this is oh god I'm I'm having Topher Grace Venom flashbacks yeah
0: I don't think it was a good choice um, obviously it's going to be hard to get someone that's as big as The Rock and is muscular or whatever but, but there know, are actors out there that have that kind of weight hell you could have got John Cena and it would have been amazing <laughs> the idea of The Rock and John Cena in a Shazam movie oh my god oh, come on it just writes itself
1: uh, yeah it wrote yeah. itself twice look how well that yes. worked out.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, but you know what? Like when Shazam is the grown-up Shazam, it's a little it, – it, there's comedy to the fact that he's a child in a man's body. True. And I think John Cena could do that on so many levels. That's
1: that's very true.
0: <laughs> right? Like that's we've seen that true. kind of comedy from him before and uh, like he he has those. So, oh, that just seems like such a wasted opportunity. But um, real fast because I don't see it here. Did you – okay. Did you see – tyrese gibson's
1: oh my god tyrese and the, oh my god tyrese and the rock book book that at wrestlemania i yeah. want to see that like because these two you, fucking hate each other do you think it's a work i don't think so i, I don't think
0: so at this point either i don't
1: think so like i could have believed it after even after the rocks whole like tyrese i just listened to your new album and it was dog shit and like right. that whole twitter tirade it was like two minutes of just like oh that's right that's why the rock was was the great one but like i i just ty- oh man tyrese i <laughs> yeah.
0: oh my goodness no yeah.
1: i i think i think this is legit i i do think this is like oh man these guys just absolutely hate each other Oh yeah, and
0: for those of you listening, he basically went on Instagram and he basically said, "It's either me or the rock" in the most childish
1: <laughs> way possible.
0: And the producers are not going. to – Sorry, Tyrese, but they're not going to choose you over the rock.
1: They are going to write you out of the movie. Yeah, let's 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 take a second here. Um, who should we have in our franchise? Uh, one of the biggest, highest-grossing, most popular actors currently working, right. or Tyrese?
0: You like, just Terrence Howard your Howard your way out yes, of this film. Yes, he did. Yes, in he franchise, you really did. did. You, you, you <laughs> they're gonna write you out. Um, and it, without a second thought, they're oh. making a the whole film with him. And wait, who else is gonna be in the And film Statham, film yeah, he and Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham. Come on, man. Yeah. You, like, oh, oh man, like I, I just, I
1: can't wait for for when. <laughs>
0: Like the ego, these are, these are millionaires fighting with millionaires, right. and it's so silly.
1: Well, it's a billionaire fighting with oh, maybe true. maybe still a millionaire,
0: maybe. Right, that's true, The Rock, the... <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> um, his production company, you're absolutely right. He, it, it's, it's silly, like, <laughs> it, he should have laughed it off, and, you know, oh, God, like, how, just, oh, man, that's embarrassing. Like,
1: I, I can understand why like i you know and i said this even back when it was vin diesel having a beef with the rock which they then buried because it, 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 it you know vin is a professional but there and the rock is a professional that was the the, the obvious inference there and right. tyrese you know like this is all tyrese has um so i mean i look i understand the idea of like if if it seemed like, oh, and The Rock came in and now he's just taking over this franchise we built. I can understand if that was the case, why they would get upset. Right. But I don't think that's what happened. I think what happened was The Rock came in and people gravitated towards him because he's da- he's actually really damn good. Yeah. And it helped revitalize the franchise. and yeah. And now they're like, oh, so The Rock gets all this and The Rock gets all that. Yeah, he does because he's The Rock and he bailed your asses out. He did. Oh, yeah.
0: It's like, definitely that's... a jealousy thing instead of like, oh, hey, let's all be grateful that this happened and that, you know, you know we <sighs> – oh, Yeah, it, 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 it should have been like, oh, wow, like you just said. Like he came in. The series revitalized. We're all in here. He's got a spinoff movie. But, dude, Tyrese, you're an actor. Go do a different film. Like – but Don't I, be so jealous. Like, you know, The Rock busts his ass. You can never fault him for that, for being hungry, and that's nothing you should ever fault somebody for. For for wanting to be successful and actually doing it themselves. Yeah, that's that's nothing what was handed to him. You know? Yeah,
1: that's that's just it. And people, you know, and I think that's what what a lot of people may not understand is is The Rock puts in the work. Yeah, like there's, like... he doesn't just walk in somewhere and people immediately give him all the money for everything and he and he he's not the kind of guy who would even want it like that he Mm -hmm. wants the work he loves the work he wants the challenge he wants to put in the effort because that's how you get that's how you feel like you actually accomplish something is if you actually do something Mm -hmm. and that's you know so i just you know uh, tyrese you had a good career man we're gonna miss you (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Have I mean,
1: kind of. Yeah. You know, a little bit. It's funny because I I actually just saw uh Fate of the Furious the other day. Finally. Oh, and I
0: didn't see it. How was it? It's. I liked it.
1: Like it's fun. It's a fun yeah. little Fast and Furious movie. Um. It's. It's definitely about Vin Diesel and the Rock and mm-hmm. Jason Statham, but you know, like it was. You know, everybody else was always like their own little part of the crew.
0: Oh yeah. You know, and, it, okay. and there's nothing wrong with that. My favorite character was Han. He didn't do much, even though he was a obviously a pivotal part, his story was a pivotal part of the entire series. He's a linchpin. Yeah. Um, essentially. But uh, you know, he, he just ate food and and just was so super cool. um. But that didn't matter. He was still my favorite. You know what I mean? So yeah. you, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are bummed about this because for whatever reason Tyrese
1: was their favorite. But well, I mean, you know, Tyrese was the was the 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 goofball comic relief. And he right. was good at it. Like, I enjoy him in those films, largely because there's nothing else to enjoy him in. Right. But there's. Right.
0: I, I you they'll, know they're, they're, they will replace him. They could re-
1: They will <laughs> I saw
0: someone online that was like um uh oh no what oh god hold on. I'm going to What's the movie that the rock he's he, the guy that's always with the rock now? My mind just went uh, blank. Kevin Canadian. Hart. Kevin Hart, they're yes. Re- oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> cuz they're like they could replace
1: you with Kevin Hart if you don't be quiet. <laughs> oh my god. That would be magic. Oh that would just be magnificent. Oh I'd love that. It would be, 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 it oh, would be perfect and that <laughs> that would be crazy. Oh my god. Just just you know have a you know and don't even like actually acknowledge that Tyrese is gone except for when the rock shows up and sees like this new assembled crew it's everybody but Kevin Hart in the place of Tyrese and he just looks at Kevin Hart and just goes "Did you shrink right right. like just just you know you know a little just a snide little something like yes and you know i you know
0: i wouldn't put it past a studio doing that oh they don't know what kind of backlash they would get or what they what would happen but they they would like it i'd welcome it they would
1: trade tyrese for kevin hart i mean you know that's that's like trading away a wide receiver and getting a fourth round draft pick like why (laughs) oh my god we don't uh, we don't have time to go off on that tangent but just you know the idea of like you're yeah yeah if you if you have again if you have a choice do you get one of the most successful current stand-up comics who also carries multiple movie franchises oh yeah franchises who has current and previous box office success with mm-hmm. the rock, yeah, it, it or do you, kind of or, it sounds yeah. great. Or do you get Tyrese? Like, there's not
0: right, this, right? It's, Who, it's... arguably? Yeah, I don't want to get into it because I, I was not a fan of the second film. I thought oh. it was terrible. I, compl- I didn't. I, I, it was a joke. And then when I saw the third one, I was like, oh right, I like this. They're in Japan. Yeah. It's whole new characters. Yeah, dude. I I don't know.
1: <laughs> I liked I liked Ty- yeah, I did not like him in the second film. I liked him later on, like especially right. after they were all like rich and retired supposedly and stuff. And Tyrese was like, just being whatever cuz he yeah. he did that really well and that was the role he was there for was mm-hmm. to be the comedic cheap rich guy. And I love I'm sorry, my favorite one of my favorite scenes of the franchise is still him at the at the vending machine. Trying yeah. to trying to get change from somebody, and so the rock just turns and shoots the vending machine, like,
0: <laughs> oh wow, yeah. I, I'm trying uh, to. Think. I don't remember that part, but <laughs> yeah, it was
1: in. Uh, I think it was in. Was it five or it was in five or six? Oh um, uh, okay, but I think no. Yeah. it Would have been. Uh, God damn, I don't know. I don't know. It was. It was five or six. Mm-hmm. Oh, you better hide your baby. But I had that big ass forehead. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Man, I was just joking. Uh, oh man! 10 times, 10 times. But yeah, so
0: that's that. That was some interesting news this week. Yeah. Um, uh, we got some Disney Star Wars news. Last Jedi. Uh, Disney issues new demands of theaters screening the film. Disney to get sixty-five percent cut of the box office. Um, the film must be screened in large auditorium for four weeks. Uh, and theaters violating any party of the agreement will see the Disney cut increase to 70%. So what does this mean, Logan?
1: Okay, so the way box office numbers work mm-hmm. um, is usually a theater gets 55% of the cut. Okay. They sp- that's how they split the cut. It's not a 50-50 split, um, but it's usually 55 to the to the studio, 45 to the theater. Okay. Disney is saying, hey, you know this movie that's coming out that's going to make everybody just a massive, you know, planet-sized chunk of money? Yeah, instead of our usual 55% or the 64% that we wanted with the last two Star Wars movies, we want 65%. Now, I I, I have a problem with this, mainly for the reason of this movie is going to make a crap load of money. Disney is not going to lose money on this film. If anything else, the numbers could be reversed and say, hey, look, we know you're taking a risk putting, you know, X film in in this theater. Um, You know, what if, you know, we, you know, but we have to make our money back on this. So we want to, you know, we want more of the cut. You know, some movies are not going to be played in large in, in, in the big rooms um we've got a couple movies now at the one I work at that that I think even started in some of the like 40 50 seat auditoriums um you know just by the nature of not every movie is a big movie they're just they're just not some of them are are destined to be smaller films mm-hmm. so those I would almost understand if they were like hey look we know this is going to be in your smaller rooms because all the studio fare takes the big spaces and the IMAX and all this stuff uh-huh. But if you're going to do that, then we want a bigger cut. I can see that trade-off. This is not what's happening. This is Disney saying, you are going to put this in your biggest room for a month, and you're going to give us 65% of the door. And I, and and if you don't, then we're going to take 70% of the door. Um, Jesus.
0: And that's this just, is this is them putting their dick on the
1: table. That's exactly what it is. And <laughs> is, and here's this, the thing: nobody is actually going to balk at this. You know, no, people no. are going to complain and blah blah blah. But the only places that this hurts are small, like three and four screen theaters, which there right. are still plenty of out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's the only place where, if you're one of those theaters, you're going to lose money on this.
0: But to be fair, nothing is coming out anywhere close to this within the 4 weeks.
1: Are you sure?
0: What what I mean, tell me another blockbuster that's going to come out that you I, think would beat Star Wars.
1: Well, but weeks. but here's the thing in terms of percentage, if you're look, I'll tell yeah, you no, th- literally... think
0: of think of well, I, I you know more about this than I do. I'm just I guess I'm trying to play devil's advocate that 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 I can't imagine most people they don't see a film the weekend it comes out. Most people go, "Ew, I don't want to deal with the crowd."
1: And then they wait 2 or 3 weeks. And that's eh, that's fair in parts, but the largest chunk, I mean, movies fall off after 2 weeks. But Star Wars, but there's still going to be a drop. And I, I I don't I don't quite think Crowds really work that way. I think we do live in, you know, we live in the age of of binge watching on Netflix, where it's like, okay, it's out, everybody go, go, go. Unless and the
0: reality is, most people aren't going to the theater.
1: I no, see, I disagree with that. I, mean, I, I
0: don't, I, I, I mean, this people will go see Star Wars by the droves. Yeah. But more and more people that I know that that you with Netflix and everything else, they are. That, you know they're not going as much as they used to i guess
1: that's that's a fair point but you're leaving out you know you talk about people that you know and you know i could talk about people that i know but here's the thing movie theaters still do really really well with seniors
0: oh well yeah yeah like, yeah and, and, and this time of year is gonna be perfect for seeing a movie anyway yeah because you're gonna you're, you might be at you might be stuck in a, a state that you want to get the hell out of or you might be you know wherever you're at and you're like okay let's go see a movie and let's go see star wars you know i i the only reason why they're doing eight star wars yeah like any other film they couldn't be doing this with
1: yeah so you've got star wars next week you have jumanji and the greatest showman and pitch perfect three so there's look those movies are going to make money now imagine you're somebody who runs a four screen theater Your biggest screen is taken up by Star Wars for a month. Yeah, but you're not moving that away
0: for any of those three films.
1: No, but what about anything else that you might still have out? Let's go back, you know, a couple of weeks. I'll grant you this. Um, Okay, you've got Coco a couple weeks before that, and to be fair, not a whole lot else, Justice League. So maybe your four-screen lineup is Justice League, Coco, Star Wars, and... I and Ferdinand because Ferdinand comes out the same day. Yeah. So those. Are I imagine
0: f- if you're a small theater, the it's going to be in the big one for at least two weeks.
1: Right. I, that's or that's been the agreement up to this point. Right. Is that right. Disney movies get two weeks? Yeah. Um But then you know, okay, so you've got those four. Adobe Next- theater at, at at AMC. I know that if I want to
0: see it in Adobe, I have to see it within the first few weeks, or yes. else something else is going to replace it
1: right ours are we've got a we've got an imax like kind of theater we've got we've got this massive screen this thing's huge Um, uh big 500 and some odd people seat theater and i hate Mm. cleaning it uh just because it's so (laughs) many stairs it's so many stairs but you know here's the thing thor is playing in it this week and i think it's only there for a week Oh, wow. And it's not even in it starting tomorrow. Jigsaw is still in it tonight. Oh, wow. I don't think, yeah, I think they don't start until Fridays. I think. Now, I'm and I'm just going by the fact that it has, because uh, on one side of the door is the giant poster for Thor. Mm-hmm. On, on the other side of the doorway is the giant poster for Murder on the Orient Express, which comes out next week.
0: Gotcha. So
1: I'm just going by, like, every week it seems like there's a different movie in it. So I don't know, like, if Star Wars is going to be in that for a month, that's, you know, after two weeks, maybe three, it's just going to be taking up space. Right. And it's going to need to be moved to one of the, you know, 200 and some seat auditoriums. Mm -hmm. Like, because by that point, you know, I mean, hell, we're going to have a wrinkle in time by then, aren't we? Like, towards the end of the year, I mean, you've got, what the hell else is at the end of December? Well, like Pitch Perfect 3 could go in there and it'll draw. Jumanji could go in there and it'll draw. The greatest showman could go in there and it would draw. I'm Who's, afraid
0: for Jumanji. I really am.
1: Jumanji's going to get crushed. It yeah. it's not because of it's coming out the week after Star Wars. Ah. It's dead. It's not it's it's absolutely dead. The the promo stuff is coming out like in the next couple weeks. Why would they do that? I don't I don't know, man. I don't know why They were like, okay, so Star Wars comes out on the 15th of December. We're going to have Jumanji come out on when, on the same, no, it's not the same weekend. It's the 20th. They're having it come out. They are. They're having it come out the next week because they're thinking, oh, Christmas week. Like everybody's going to come out for like, here's your, here's your Christmas movie lineup. Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars, Ferdinand, Jumanji, The Greatest Showman, and Pitch Perfect 3. Those yeah. are your five big holiday films. Like everything else, not like nothing else is going to be big in in theaters. There's a couple other movies, and like all the money in the world's in there, but I don't think anybody's going to go see that anymore. Um, when is <laughs> when is a bad mom's Christmas? It's out. Oh, it is. It's out, and people are bringing their own little plastic bottles of wine to come see it. That I have to clean up. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> we se- we because we sell wine. We're one. We have like a mini MacGuffins, which is we just have beer and wine right. it's not a full bar mm-hmm. but and we got oh we got like little special promo cups specifically because they know the people going to see bad moms christmas are going to be you know are are going to be middle-aged women and groups of them who are going to want to drink wine it's going to be the sex in the city crowd and it right. absolutely is they are bringing their own alcohol
0: hey that sounds fun it's like, look I,
1: I crashed one of those it's a it i you know it, they look like they have fun. And, yeah. it, it, you know, that's really what it's all about. Nothing, you know, I just, I just, it's, it was funny. I had to clean one last night and just going through and I'm like, that's an empty little plastic bottle. I didn't know they sold like, like airport plane
0: size oh, yeah. bottles
1: of wine
0: oh yeah, yeah i knew yeah, like, yeah. i knew they did I've it seen for, plenty of girls downtown with that where they're like uh, i don't feel like spending ten dollars on a drink and they put that in their purse
1: i've yeah like i've never seen that for for wine like you know we know they do it for like every alcohol like every spirit imaginable like all right. the liquor comes to those little bottles i would never seen them for wine until last night and no. god damn did they did they throw them back
0: <laughs> oh i bet i bet but, so what's all all the money in the world
1: it's the, uh, um, oh hell. It's the, um, I can't remember the guy's name anymore, um, but he's played by Kevin Spacey, which is why I don't think people are concerned. Hey. Yeah, it's, a uh, what the, um, give me a second. Um, did we
0: talk about that last week?
1: No, because it was this week. Oh, I think it should was Should we this talk week.
0: about that now since we brought it up?
1: Yeah, it's, a uh, uh, John Paul Getty is yeah. is who the movie's about, which, you know, like, all right. So we had we had more of these this week. Um, we had yes. we had people come out and say yes. Kevin Spacey pretty much raped me when I was a child, and and he, to his his classless credit, came out as and, and it actually just came out. Used this as a vehicle to Ryan. to officially address his sexuality, which. Just, just screw you for that, man. Well, I,
0: I saw the memes of like some guy getting pulled over by a cop, and the cop's like, "Okay, here's your ticket," and the guy's like, "Well, I'm gay." Yeah. And it's like, you, well, you t- wrong time. That's not how you do it. Yeah, that's, that's
1: you, you know. don't it, no. And in the context of of just like, oh, this happened a long time ago, and by the way, I guess now I should tell you all I'm gay, and it's like, oh, great because the 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 gay male community never had a problem with people just looking at gay people and thinking pedophile. That was, of course, never an issue before. So now it's gonna be. God, this just plays right into that crap.
0: It really does. Yeah, and it. it, He's. Yeah,
1: it's gross and. It's just you know. And we had, you know, we have we've fourteen. Like I'm just. I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm glad that I can't understand that. Right. I, I just, I, and, and, and we (sighs) had, and on top of that, there were, were renewed allegations against Brett Ratner. I mean, we remember this from a long time ago when Olivia Munn came out and didn't name him specifically in her book, but then he addressed it like last year was like, oh yeah, I'm the one she's talking about. What happened actually was I banged her. And everybody just kind of went, oh, Brad, what the hell are you doing? What what in God's name are you thinking? And now more people have come out and said, oh, no, he's he's a creep, and he did this to me, too. Wait, who did he say that about? Olivia Munn. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, this was – she, in her memoir in 2010, wrote about a time she was assaulted by, by a, a famous Hollywood director who she did not name – and then he came out last year And I don't know why He decided to do this But declared like oh yeah no that was me And here's what actually happened Like trying to play oh. up like he was this macho Hotshot who was Just cause like I yeah s- I banged Olivia Munn And it's like what oh my god Fucking Hollywood here we go I, again. Yeah I
0: see he's suing some women over this Or he's suing a woman over the claim
1: before Before oh. the actual Before this report That we just had came out there was a woman on Facebook who posted something lengthy, accusing him, and he's like, oh, "I'm gonna sue you." And then this actual like report came out, and it got even worse. And
0: yeah. six women now, Jesus.
1: So there's there's that. Um, there apparently there are allegations being leveled against Jeremy Piven, that were both on and off the set of Entourage, which just you know I. Ugh. It's wow. it's it's disgusting, and I had seen that now the uh, there are there was a a case investigating rape claims against was it uh, Billy Masterson, and that case has somehow mysteriously stalled out because three of the four people accusing him are are also Scientologists. I didn't know that Billy was a Scientologist as well. And that explains why the case stalled, because the Church of Scientology is very good at just silencing people. B- Wait, I guess this part I'm. Um, so, Billy Matt. What's his name? Masterson.
0: I. Why am I looking this up and it's telling me it's a fictional character?
1: Uh, well, then who the hell am I thinking of? I. I'm. Oh, no. Are you looking up Billy Madison, maybe? No, no, not Billy Who's, Madison. Come it. on. <laughs> then I, getting, I must just be getting the name wrong. But um, Danny. Danny Masterson, not Billy Masterson. Okay. Danny okay. Masterson, my bad. No, no, no. It's all good. I, Ashton yeah. Kutcher's buddy. Oh, okay. That guy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And this was from a while back. And now we're just getting news about like, oh, yeah, this case has stalled out, you know, and – they're not officially saying it's because the Church of Scientology is manufacturing evidence, but that's kind of where what everybody figures to be the case, because it's what they do. Oh my goodness. So, we're just gonna keep on having these now. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, Yeah, Jeremy
0: Piven too, right? I think that was the other guy? Yeah. Did we mention him already?
1: Yeah, his 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 criminal act, his alleged criminal activity on and off the set of Entourage. Yeah, damn, it's, it's crazy. And, um, and it's just, it, it, we're just gonna get, we're gonna get more of these every week, and they deserve to be reported.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I hope more people come out. Um, you know, it's one of those, uh, this sucks. I hope there's not. A thousand more cases, but the reality is there's going to be. Yeah, and if there are, I hope they come out. Um, because that's, it's oh, terrible. Um, let's see. There's no really way to pivot back to uh, the news. Um, I think we're done with movie news. Oh, well, there's some pet cemetery news.
1: Yeah um, the uh, the directors of what was it, Starry Eyes? I yeah, saw that Kevin Kevin Colch and uh, Dennis Widmyer are going to direct because Stephen King movies are the thing now. Uh, except, Oh God, no, I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I know. I know it's a John Carpenter joke, but you know, they're remaking everything. So.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Well, this is some good news. Um, the, uh, killer cream, killer King Chronicles is going to air on Showtime john rovers from leverage to be the show showrunner, showrunner and the series to be set a generation prior to the novels
1: yeah this this is strange news and awesome news lionsgate owns stars mm-hmm. so i'm not sure why it's on showtime maybe it was more cost effective that way i don't know but you know hey more power to them. um i think this is showtime wanting to be this is definitely their angle to be like, oh, HBO had Game of Thrones. We're going to have the King Killer Chronicle. This yes. is absolutely their, their you know, mm-hmm. their shot back at them. No question. Yeah, um, absolutely. And John Rogers was one of the guys who actually co-created Leverage. Uh, he did that. He did the librarians. Um, and he did the player on NBC, which did not go over so well. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this i'm really looking forward to this
0: oh yeah yeah absolutely man i can't wait um i yeah i want some i want the cast i want some screen you know i want them to start production once we start production that's when i'll be like all right this is a thing
1: yeah yeah (laughs) i think and, and it looks like the way they're doing this is like the movies will be the books and the tv series will be kind of like the backdrop right uh which i'm cool with i'm i'm totally cool with it absolutely Um, because of what happened with
0: uh, Kevin Spacey, um, Netflix, uh, suspended the production, um, and they've canceled the show amid, uh, to his, you know, sexual harassment scandal. Um, they first announced, I think like, oh, Hey, by the way, this is going to be the last season. And then after like a few days, they were like, we're, we're not, we're not doing the production anymore. We need to, we need to figure this out first. Um, and it looks like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there'll be a, uh,
1: I don't think there were
0: rumors of a spinoff show
1: they're they're uh they're talking about a house of cards spinoff uh right they haven't they have no plans or anything but they're like they still want to carry on the property but they realize like they can't do like it's got to be something very different now
0: right yeah that's so sad um feel bad for everyone involved in this production that's now going to not have a job because of this yeah. man's actions yeah Hey, it sucks. Um, uh, Marvel's new Warriors, uh, Freeform opts out of the show. Show to be uh, shopped around other networks. So, who knows? Maybe ABC or Netflix will pick it up.
1: I I think ABC will probably replace Inhumans with it because Inhumans is just yep. is just awful, and everybody seems to agree on that. So. Oh yeah. Um.
0: Uh, oh yeah. Absolutely. There was uh paris games week and we have uh multiple trailers
1: yeah how many of these did you watch did you see all these
0: for the most part i mean i didn't see spelunky 2 guacamole 2 i didn't see um monster hunter world looks great um final fantasy um 15 ignis episode i guess i didn't see that uh resident evil 7 i didn't see far cry 5 I didn't see cuz I don't want to see any more of that. I just want to play
1: it. There it wasn't much. It was it was uh, literally just like 30 seconds of oh by the way you can play this co-op. Yeah. Like that was it. It wasn't uh, okay. it wasn't really much of a trailer. Um uh, it okay. was a, it was a fun little bit like they could have thrown this in a in a sizzle reel somewhere. Really. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Uh the Destiny 2 Curse of the Osiris. Um that looks fun. Um games kind of dead to me right now though. Yeah. 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 Um Horizon Zero Dawn, I didn't see the trailer for that. What was that
1: like? It's it's DLC. Um it's there because they've been they've been hyping this DLC for a while now. Um It's cool. Um I need to get back into that game.
0: Yeah. Um Detroit: being Human, did you see the trailer for this?
1: I I did cuz it's different than the first ones that we've seen. So, um, you know, like I, I want to, I just want to play this damn game already. Like I've been hearing, I've been seeing the same kind of concept for like two years now. Just, just give me the, give me the damn game already.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When I saw this, I was like, oh wow, this is making me feel something. This is terrible what you're seeing on screen, but the idea, I'm glad that it wasn't just like a. Here's different scenarios of, should I rob the bank? Should I not rob the bank? It's like, no, this is some real deep shit.
1: There's, yeah, there's degrees to it. It's, and and there's a fair amount of like, oh, and here's kind of the things that could happen at the end. And it's not just ending A, B, or C. There's, there's little minutiae to some of them that makes them different. I like that.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um shadow of the colossus i didn't see much of but i'm just gonna play that
1: it's just gorgeous it's just i i'm so excited
0: oh yeah call of duty 2 i didn't see much of because i'm just gonna play that tomorrow um (laughs) battlefront 2 i didn't see much of um god of war didn't see much of this what's weird about these games i don't want to see anymore just give me release dates
1: yeah god god of war was basically just like a quick little combat trailer
0: yeah like it wasn't Um,
1: it also wasn't much
0: I think the big surprise for a lot of people was this game. The, um, you you want to try it?
1: <laughs> ghost Ghost of Tsushima.
0: Yes, there you go.
1: I'm I'm stoked. Sucker Punch is doing a, a a paranormal samurai game. Yeah, please. Was it paranormal? He died, man. That's why he's a ghost. Maybe I didn't finish
0: the trailer.
1: Yeah, he burns to death at the end of the trailer.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I need to rewatch that.
1: Yeah, like that whole thing is about like his village See- is is burned to the ground. And so is he,
0: I see this all came out admittedly while I was working. So I didn't have much time to see a lot of the trailers. Um, uh, but, yeah, no, okay, I need to go back and rewatch that because it looked more grounded for what I saw at the beginning of the trailer, I guess, where I liked how he was talking about, like, while you trained, I learned you. I yeah. learned your weaknesses. And I was like, oh, this is cool. So, um, fuck yes. I want an open-world samurai game. Hell yeah. I forgot what the game was. I think it was like, called, like, Wave of the Samurai or Path of the Samurai or something uh, that I used to play for the PlayStation 2, and I absolutely adored it. Um and then everything else after that was like samurai warriors or some like fantastical thing. I guess this has some fantastical elements to it, but it looks like an open world samurai game, which I I, I want that.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be some supernatural stuff for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. So we saw Spider-Man. We saw uh, – there's a lot of Miles in it. That Man.
1: was cool. <laughs> I, oh, that line. Like, oh, hey, this is Miles. He's going to be helping out. And then just cut to something else. Like, you don't just drop that and run away from it.
0: The well, they showed him you? before. They showed Miles before, I thought. No, we had the other see... trailers. I don't think so.
1: We had yeah, yeah. See... He
0: was at the end of one of the other trailers, like at E3 or whatever.
1: Oh, well, yeah, but, like, they showed – they showed him without actually saying it was him, but you looked uh, at it and were like, "Oh yeah, that's." We're pretty sure that's Miles. Right, right, right. But okay, like, so yeah. But you can't just you know, it's not just like, "Oh yeah, it's Miles." He's gonna be helping out here. Like, you don't no, you don't just you don't just throw that down and and walk away from it. You, exactly. You can't. Yeah. Uh.
0: apparently, um, I don't know if it's Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane. <laughs> One of them are playable in the game.
1: Nice. It looked. I, I. don't know. I think it was Mary Jane. It looked like Mary Jane. Then it might have been Mary Jane. Yeah. Um, that I but, saw was playable. Hey. Either way, that's cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'll take that.
0: Um. And then Last of Us. Uh. Last of Us Part Two trailer. What did you think of it?
1: Man, that made you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But that was the point. Like you watch yep. this and you're like, oh yeah, that's right. This world is brutal. Oh yeah. And it. Absolutely. Oh my, oh my god. Ha, ah. ha
0: people are all thinking that the one the woman that was being hanged that escaped and whatever um is ellie's mom which i thought was oh shit that would be really cool if it was like a flashback maybe because they put the knife to her stomach and everything like oh wouldn't that be crazy And i thought that that's so cool like the, yeah. to get flashbacks or whatever oh man like that game just needs to come out already
1: yeah right no kidding
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we got some games for this month, the PlayStation Plus games. Um, it's not as good as last month. but no, games. not by
1: a long shot.
0: <laughs> uh, Worms Battlegrounds. <laughs> I just think they are... What did they think they are going to compete with Xbox's Battlegrounds?
1: Well, with? but I mean, here's the thing. Like, Worms has always been kind of little meta self-parodying kind yes. of thing. Yes, so absolutely. Uh...
0: So we got Worms Battlegrounds, Bound, R-Type Dimensions, Ragdoll Kung Fu, Fists of Plastic, uh, D- Dungeon Punks, um, Broken Sword Five, The Serpent's Curse, Episode One and Two. That's for Vita. Um, Until Dawn: Rush of Blood, bonus game available uh, November 7th through January
1: 2nd. Yeah, it's because it's a VR-only VR title. Game. Yeah.
0: So we're starting to get some VR games. So there you go.
1: Hey, you know, go for it. We're powered too. Oh yeah
0: um for xbox live uh trackmania turbo available november 1st through the 30th apparently it's really fun um tales of the borderland which a lot of people say is the best of those kind of games um no no i'm sorry i'm thinking of the uh Tall Tale game
1: this is um, the telltale game
0: oh it is yeah okay cool so there you go november 16th through the 15th uh nights into dreams for the <laughs> xbox one and 360 um deadfall adventure uh, for the 16th through the 30th for the xbox one and 360 um uh, uh don't i guess they're not doing the they have the backwards compatibility for the regular the or og xbox as they're calling it um yeah are on that list yeah but no uh, uh
1: no freebie games for gold for that yet
0: right right and kind of a a, a, a big thing that gamestop is doing is they're trying to put on blockbusters hats um uh, what they're going to do is the company is going to launch in-store um, a rental service, a subscription rental service, uh, to be used uh, for used games uh, starting uh, this month. So available only to power up rewards members, six months for $60, one game out at a time, swap games whenever you want. After six months, keep one game. Sign-ups starting, early, uh, starting November
1: 19th. I I am beyond excited for this. Yeah,
0: that's sixty dollars. Hell here's,
1: yeah! This is this could and I and I say this you know in the most alarmist conspiracy theory way possible kill GameFly. Yeah, because it is way cheaper, it is immediate, and yeah. you're not worried about oh which of these games are they going to send me next out of the four in my queue. Like, you usually have a fairly good idea, but sometimes they will skip a couple.
0: I have a feeling, though, that you're going to go to the GameStop and there's going to be
1: shit. Because I,
0: all the good ones are taken.
1: <laughs> I think a lot of that is going to depend on how many GameStops per right. your area. That's true. We've, That's true. Like, we've got two in Statesville. We're a town of 20,000 people. If, I mean, you know, I'm going to be fine up here right you know and it will be like they're like oh well it's only used games yeah okay i guarantee you go to gamestop right now and find a used copy of of the fractured but whole i get gu- right. i guarantee you you can like so what you've got to wait a week to play new releases oh my god the horror like right, for exactly. first for 60 bucks for six months right yeah <laughs> sign me up I, I don't, you know, I'm already behind on rent. Who cares? Like, <laughs> No, it, it's a good, it's a damn good deal.
0: It's it, a great deal, especially if you don't want to buy games or yeah. feel like you have to fight the entire town at a red box. Mm-hmm. Um, this is perfect, dude. I wish this was around when I was a kid because I felt like going to Blockbuster, we'd get one game if that. If, if that, because we'd be getting a movie, of course. Our parents wanted the movie and we were lucky to get a game. And at, a, at that price, took a, we could have went back every day. Right. Like, All right, let's get a new one. Okay. It's
1: it's no. This is a it's a fantastic deal. I'm I'm excited about it. I can't wait. Um, yes.
0: As much as I rag on GameStop, this is a really cool thing, and this is this is awesome. And I'm I'm curious to see how this does change the industry, and it's just going to make GameFly have to change their prices or something.
1: Yeah, because they're you know. Their their one game out a month tier was like seventeen, was like fifteen or seventeen a month, and you know one game out a month through the mail. Okay, you pick a game, and eventually they send it to you, and that takes two, three, maybe five business days, depending. Right. You play it for a week. You send it back. That takes five business days, and so what? Maybe you're playing one game a month. You know? Yeah, they're
0: gonna have to change that to like four or five games out at the a time. Their, honestly. their
1: base model needs to be two games at a time. Yeah, I absolutely. Was, and it needs to be and it needs to be ten it needs to be no more than fifteen a month at at most. Um and that's you know because otherwise they're sunk. Yeah. Like this this will eventually just totally destroy that. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and it's gonna hurt Redbox too, because yep. Redbox is not cheap. Redbox is three twenty a night and well, you know, if
0: I'm wondering what Playstation or Xbox is gonna do because of it because now we have the we have the renting thing on the systems, but uh, I think hopefully this makes Playstation go, We need more current gen. It's been out for how many years now? We need way more current gen titles available right on the, the Playstation now because if this is only good. This is going to make people compete and, and Sony and Xbox aren't hurting. They need to change it. So it's like, you know what? Let's throw some current uh, titles on there that are been six months out.
1: Yeah. And then, you know how pissed off the publishers start to get though. Yeah. Like I, but, but I mean,
0: how, what is this going to do? This, this isn't going to give them a dime either with
1: this. Well, but here's the thing. This is all on used games though. So that's, that's true. That's not going to hurt their bottom line at all. Anyway, like that wouldn't hurt their bottom line anyway. You're right. You're right. This um, is so how oh, Game GameStop GameStop smart. Like This, this is <laughs> if you were going to do it, this is the way to do it. For sure. Yeah. And I and I would think that maybe they impose a restriction for newer titles. Like it's got to be it can't just be like, oh, you know, somebody went out and bought, you know, Assassin's Creed Origins and like 3 days later returned it, so now it goes on the shelf for the No. I I think they impose like a these titles are not available to the rental program for, I don't care, two months, three months. I'm okay with that. Right. I'm, I'm all right with like, no, there's a delay on, on current gen stuff on, on like right. day and day. Make it a month. You've got to wait a month for this. I'm, I'm okay with, I have no problem with that. Some people will, it, they can, you know, then fine, they can buy it or they can right. wait until it goes down in price, which is going to take just as long anyway. Like right. there's, I, I don't see a downside here I'm, right. I'm 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 excited i really am because this is great this is fantastic for me because how many oh, yeah. how many games have i looked at and i'm like oh because i'm looking at stuff on my shelf and i'm like i've got two or three here that i was really excited about getting and i played them and now i'm just done so All i'm right. gonna have to trade them in because like i'm never gonna play them again but oh, yeah. you know this is gonna be great it's only good for gamestop uh it's good for players And I, you know, this is all with used games, so this was never really going to dent any publisher's bottom line anyway.
0: Right, right. So I, no, I... They're coming at us another way anyway, because they're coming at us with those loot boxes. So, Uh, also some other news, and I'll briefly mention it because I don't have the article in front of me. Uh, EA has really drastically changed the way they're doing their loot crates in Battlefront 2 because of the outcry, so hey, getting out there and being vocal about this was a really good thing. Glad everybody did it because they basically came out and said, there's like four levels of cards that there are. You will never get the top two levels. You'll only get the bottom two. So they basically said, purchasing crates and stuff like that, um, you're not going to be able to get the best stuff in the game. Nowhere close. It's going to be for people who just don't have the time to kind of – and they also said something – actually – let me take that back. Cause they also said that you have to be a certain level to start using those star cards and there's no way to boost that. Yeah. So like they did, they did adjust the way they're doing it. I'm happy they're doing that. That's a start. Um, that means that if you are going to jump into the game, you actually have to play up to level whatever before you can start using any of these cards and the stuff you're going to get out of the crates isn't going to be any of the good stuff anyway. True. So that is much better than the alternative of what was going to happen. They could have done nothing and been like, sorry, we're having, you know, we're, we're going to make money off this. They're still going to do that hand over fist, but I'm glad that they answered some of it. And I don't know that, Oh man, I'll talk about it next week, but there was a game that was going to have all of this loot crate stuff. And the publisher came out this week and said, yeah, we're just taking all that out of the game we you know we heard you and we're not going to do that. So I'm starting we're starting to see the backlash real fast. Call of Duty on the other hand, remember that thing we talked about last week about the um the the model the the what what they patented? Yeah. Yeah. So in Call of Duty, this is exactly what they're talking about. It's the first step of that where there's a social hub like in Destiny where you're in a tower. There's a spot where you open up the loot crates that you get or buy everyone sees it. So everyone gets to see your loot crates open so that they in turn go,
1: man, maybe I should buy one. Oh, they're doing okay. I see it here. Headquarters. They're calling it. Yes. It's going to be, you open your loot boxes in front of everybody so they can be jealous about what you get. How
0: gross does
1: that Oh, screw this. (laughs) Oh my God. Go to hell. Oh, this is, how gross does that this sound? Is this is disgusting. Oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. No, nah, that's, that's terrib- just...
1: No, that's... It is. That is absolutely just gross. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh.
0: So go red box that game and uh, play it in a day. <laughs> but um, we got to get out of here. Um, make sure you go to... Our Twitter at We Podcast at The Logan Witt, at Adam E Step. Make sure you subscribe to us. Make sure that you go give us a review on iTunes. Shoot us an email, um, We Geek Podcast at gmail.com. dot um, Then is coming back soon, so listen uh, for that. Um, and we'll see you guys all next week. Well, there'll be a ton of stuff out, ton of stuff to talk about. We'll probably we'll both be talking about four um, and some of the new games. So we'll see you guys next week, Captain.
1: Captain